Hi, this is Public Speaking presenting Made Easy episode number six. Thank you for joining me. Now I'm gonna start, I've got a short pre-recorded segment that I made for you early this morning because I could not wait to get up and show you what arrived in the post yesterday morning. I was so desperate to open it and give it a try. Actually, it was about 12 hours ago um, now exactly. So if you just compare the, the clock behind me now with the clock behind me in the segment, uh, you see I got up really early uh, just to make this for you. So let's just switch over to the VT and then I'll come back in a couple of minutes. Welcome to Public Speaking and Presenting Made Easy. My name is Mark Faithful from the Marvelous Speakers Academy and today I want to tell you a story. It was early in the spring when the sailing ship Galant was docked in South America and its hold was being filled with goods that were going to be shipped back to uh, Europe. There was, uh, among, amongst the things that were piled in its hold were some sacks of cocoa beans that would end up being turned into luxury Belgian chocolates and coffee beans that were destined for a coffee roasting house in England. Now the ship set sail from South America across the Atlantic, powered only by the wind, and until eventually it landed, not in London, but in Falmouth, and the coffee beans were unloaded. Now, this is something that's happened many hundreds of times, but what was interesting about the sailing of the Galant was not that it happened in the 1820s, but that it happened in the 2020s. And I have here some of the coffee that came off of that boat, shipped under sail to the yellow, oh, I can smell it already, the yellow coffee roasters based in Falmouth. Oh, I haven't even opened it and it sounds delicious. It's uh, La Brisa's coffee from Colombia. Shipped under sail, it says, amazing stuff. And I'm gonna make some of this in a second because a delicious cup of coffee is part of my morning ritual. And John Maxwell says that the key to success in your day lies in your daily routine. And for me, starting the day right sets the whole day up correctly with some great coffee, which I'm gonna show you how to make in a Hario V60, followed by a chance to, to set the mind in the right direction. And for me, that normally involves uh, reading. And I always have uh, two books on the on the go. One of them is always the Bible, which sets me up with some eternal truths uh, for the day, keeps me grounded. And, all, and then I will normally have a, a business book of some kind that I'm reading to kind of develop uh, my professional skills. And recently I've been reading the books of Seth Godin, and he's really kind of opening my mind to the way that people respond to the messages that they hear. And if, as a speaker, if you want to influence your audience to take action, then actually I really recommend reading some books on marketing and advertising because they will help you get wrap your head around the theory of how you form a connection with people very quickly and help um, them see you as someone like them. Because one of the key messages in Seth's most, most recent book is people like us do things like this. Yeah, people like us do things like this. That's kind of one of the innate drives that, that people have. So if your audience sees you as someone like them, then they want to do things like the things that you do. Does that make sense? Cool, okay. Now, let's get on. It's, it's early in the morning, it's quarter to seven, and I need my coffee. So let's make some 
fresh filtered coffee that the last time this was open to the air, it was in South America, and then it got on the saving boat. He's had a more exciting life than I had. Let's go to the table. Okay, now I'm gonna show you how to make the perfect cup of coffee. So, we have a, a coffee jug and a Hario V60. It's just a ceramic funnel at the end of the day. So we put in some cone-shaped uh, filter paper. That's really important. It doesn't filter properly if, you, if you've got the one with a flat end. So you need a cone shape and you just fold down the seam and you pop that in the top like that. The reason why you fold down the seam, it stops uh, a perfect seal being made between the paper and the V60 so that you don't get a vacuum forming. So the, it uh, filters through more smoothly. And then a little bit of water just off the boil just to wet the filter. And as that runs through, okay, and just give this a swivel around and throw this water away. And now for some of our shipped undersail coffee all the way from South America via the wonderful people at Yalla in uh, Falmouth. Can't wait to smell this. Wow, that smells amazing. Okay, so I've got a, a tin here that'll be putting the coffee in to keep it fresh afterwards. And what we want is about, um, two 10 mil scoops, or is it 10 ounce scoops? Up to a 10 anyway on the, on the coffee scoop. This goes in there. And here's the second important trick. We pour a little bit of hot water into there and then stop. Because what we want to do is to give the coffee a chance to bloom so it gets hot, it gets wet, and then the, the coffee grounds start to expand. And uh, because of the heat of the water, they start to release all the oils and their flavors. So once you wet the coffee grounds, just give it 30 seconds. You know, this isn't about rushing. This is about having a calm uh, ritual that you go through at the start of the day that helps you just wake up slowly and literally, literally smell the coffee. Okay. Then we give that pour and give it a little circular motion. So what you want to do is to keep the water moving within the funnel and the coffee grounds are up floating around within that water. And you can hear it filters through relatively quickly. And the neighbors head off to work. Water is filtered through. The flask is full. In the, in the bin. And what's great about this, this insulated jug, this will keep the coffee warm for at least four hours. So you can enjoy it through the whole morning. Time for a taste test. What? <laughs> The, the wonders of the internet, people sitting around watching someone else 
a cup of coffee that they can't smell and then drink it. But a quick uh, hello to the people who are watching online. So hi to Lydia and to um, Abby, to Ian and to, uh, to to Tomo, amongst others. Glad that you can uh, glad that you can be with me. So anyway, so I'm back in the studio shed um, here on Tuesday evening, and this this is the Seth Godin book I was talking about. It's called This is marketing and I strongly recommend it. If you're in business for yourself, uh, if you're wanting to become a, a better speaker or want to know, know to promote ideas, um, I really recommend this. You know, sales and marketing is the hardest part of running any business, <laughs> certainly is for me anyway. And this this book is full of ideas and it really challenged how I think about marketing and, and how I want to approach it. Anyway, back to back to sailing boats and coffee. So apart from having a great excuse to, to open, open my wonderful new coffee, um, why was I talking about ships and morning rituals? Well, it's all about the story. See, the, the coffee tastes great, but what makes it stand out from all the other coffees you can buy is the story that goes along with it. And what makes the story stand out is the ideas that gave birth to it. Now, the, the 7,500-mile trip by sailboat that makes the majority of the journey from the Colombian plantation to the coffee pot completely carbon neutral. So actually, it's not a story about coffee, is it? It's not even a story about sailing boats. It's a story about the environmental impact of the things that we choose to buy every day. So whether you're a speaker or a blogger, a trainer or a coach or entrepreneur, the most powerful tool in your arsenal is the stories that you tell. The stories that you tell about yourself, the stories that you tell about your customers and the stories that you tell about your products and your services. And picking a good story, picking a good story, it helps you to connect to your audience and it helps your audience to connect to you and to the ideas that you're selling. It's the facts tell, but stories sell. Every time you stand up and speak, you are selling something. It might be a product, it might be a service, okay? It might be yourself, but most often it's an idea and you're wanting the audience to buy into your idea. So how do we ensure that you've always got a good story to tell? Well, you need to be on the lookout. You have to become a fisher of stories, a collector of anecdotes, an illustration catcher. Now, I've got a little app on my phone and I just use it to, to jot down an interesting phrase or an idea or even a story that I come across. And then whenever I'm looking for ideas for a blog post or an illustration for a talk, I can quickly review that list and I'm bound to find something that's quite suitable. Now, it might take you a little bit of time to build up your own library of stories. But if you keep at it, you'll find in just a few months, you'll have gathered a good collection that you can use whatever the occasion demands. Now, I've noticed when I go back and look at my library of stories, most of them involve either my dogs, my dad, or an interesting mode of transportation, especially planes and boats. <laughs> Maybe you spotted that uh, this morning. And if you've been on one of my courses, you perhaps will have heard some of my standard stories that I use quite a lot. There's the, the tale of the pooping puppies. There's the story of the madness of Jazz the Cockapoo. There's the story of how my dad saved Concord, or why I love the car that I thought I would loathe. There's how we're going to need a bigger boat. And there's the, the story that uh, turned into a, an award-winning story for me, the day I nearly got shot by the police. These stories that I can reuse over and over in different situations because they make a powerful point. And they're not stories about dogs or dads or planes, actually. 
They're all stories about leadership or personal growth or positive attitudes or how to be a better speaker. That is the point of the story. The, the idea that they illustrate, the idea that they illustrate is about leadership or personal growth or positive attitudes or how to be a better speaker, even if the, the subject of the story is a plane or a boat or a dog or a dad. So I started uh, today's episode with a story about coffee that had been shipped under sale. And the point of that story, the reason why I shared it with you, is, is how it helps you to become a better speaker. And that's the big idea be behind sharing the story today. See, the stories that we share help us, the stories that we share help us to build a connection and build rapport with the audience. The stories that we share define us. Okay, they define us in the marketplace. So if you're working for yourself, the stories that you share define you in the marketplace. If you work for a big organization, the stories that you share define you within that culture. So that marketplace of jostling for promotion, the stories that you sell become part of your personal brand. So Yala Coffee, the people who made that delicious coffee that I was drinking earlier, yeah, they've become the people who import their coffee by sailing ship. Yeah, and that speaks volumes about what they value, what is important to them, and how innovative they want to be as a business. Now, all great speakers have a unique story that only they can share, and it becomes part of their brand identity. And this week's resource I want to share with you is an invitation to join the 1000 Voices Challenge. Now, over the course of five days, this email challenge will help you discover or define your unique story that can become the cornerstone of your speaking career. Now, I'm on a, I'm on a mission to find a thousand voices that the world needs to hear. People who have experienced defining moments or life-changing lessons that other people need to learn. And you can join right now. You can sign up for free at malmesbyspeakers.com slash 1000. That's malmesbyspeakers.com slash 1000. So if you want to become a paid speaker, a motivational speaker, a trainer or a coach, finding your unique story is an essential first step. It's how you're going to stand out in the marketplace. It's how you're going to make your, your voice, your sound, your message unique. And it's how you will connect to your perfect clients because they will resonate more with your story than with anything else about you. So you can find out all about the 1000 Voices Challenge and you can easily sign up for it completely for free at malmstreetspeakers.com slash 1000. Well, I've been Mark Faithful. This has been Public Speaking Presenting Made Easy, episode number six. You, my friends, have been awesome. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Until next time, bye for now.